This is the Five Next Steps show with Daniel Dua. Hello, welcome back to the Five Next Steps show. My name is Daniel Dua, and today it's a special edition because I'm setting the leadership briefs, and I'm going to be getting some of the best minds in industry, some of the best minds in business, some some of the best minds in leadership to share some of the insights, small little insights, or we're going to be going through sessions that I've been in that uh, we were going through. And today I'm going to be going through a fantastic session, a small little thing to nudge you on, to get you on track. And right now I want to give you some insights that will drive the power of brainstorming, the value of volunteering, and the importance of diversity in C-suits or in leadership position. So let's get started. Sorry, I love this kind of thing. I feel that I'm in a shark tank right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's TV shows that I watch where when you don't know the answer, you get a shout out. And usually you make a call to someone who's much smarter, who knows the topic. So is there any linkages you have for the shout out? Because you know, just thinking of, you know, and then you think about friends in Germany, the UK, and is there any kind of system like that? And you, you look for volunteers who would take a call in that two-week period. Not every day, not all the time, it would have to be scheduled, but then during that time, you know, that team could be talking to three different mm-hmm. people from different parts of the world who might already have something like that already made somewhere else, but you're trying to make it locally and story and the way you're doing to us, right? You're Mm. learning how to pitch and present and I don't know, because that's one thing we have is that Mm. network. For example, we have uh, volunteers uh, in universities. So we have student volunteer teams. uh, And if we would pitch it among them, Mm -hmm. it would be a very quick one. And they would be really enthusiastic about this. uh, And they might even throw some... It can be cheap to Mm. connect people now. Mm. And I think there are people who really want to help. That could be something that you can Mm. uh, really... uh, crowd-thinking approach. First and foremost, it is imperative that whether you are an individual, solopreneur, entrepreneur, or a corporation, you have open communication where people can bring their ideas, people can bring solutions, people can feel comfortable to, to, to bring solutions. What happens when you work by yourself? How do you brainstorm by yourself? Again, there are tools, there are amazing tools out there that we can use today to brainstorm individually or in cooperation, whatever it is. And I think the lockdown really, really forced us to use new tools that are really exciting to use. The brainstorming session provide an excellent platform for creativity and collaboration. Leaders can create environments that are diverse and have perspectives that encourage and also go beyond just terms of gender race, ethnicity, age, and, 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 you know, sexuality, all that kind of thing. Just embracing everybody and having them bring stuff to the table. Again, I've seen this over the last few years in different places I've been, where you bring people and every, there's no bad idea. We put a hundred ideas on the, on the table, on sticky notes, we stick them on the wall, and we start now uh, brainstorming and, and, and cutting them down until we have two or three very solid ideas. That, that's, that's general practice for major corporations, for design firms, for, for, for high industrial spaces, for you know, people who make rockets and that kind of thing. So brainstorming is, is really excellent. And also, you have to remember that by embracing diversity, 
you create value for the team, you create a leadership culture that's inclusive, but also this leads to breakthrough and ideas that are innovative and also solutions that are very localized, but with legs that they can they can work anywhere. And, and that's an important part that we really, really need to think about. Every time you come in, or you're coming up with an idea, you're coming up with a name for your business, every time you are thinking of starting something, don't think so local that it's only can foster within within that particular region because sometimes we don't think the thing will grow so you're cutting your legs off even before you get started that's a problem that's a big big problem you need to think about if i'm creating something i didn't have any limitations any limitations whatsoever what would this thing look like what would it be what would it need to be and then create it at the best level. And then now you say, I don't have whatever it is, whatever the limit is. Most people think the limitation is capital. Now, you are not wrong, but you're not right either. Most times we don't start stuff, not because we don't have capital, but because we don't believe that we can start the thing. Because sometimes if an idea will be great at $10, it should be great at $1. It should be great at a billion dollars. But you need to start because the moment you start, then you start learning what works, what doesn't, what needs improvement. And the best thing about brainstorming, creating ideas, coming up with products and services and, and whatever it is that you're coming up with, once you put it into the world, you have to alter it. You have to consistently grow. You have to grow it. And how do you grow it? By going back on the drawing board and going like, okay, what works? What doesn't? What takes too much time? How do we improve efficiency? What can we delegate? What can we do internally? What is uh, intellectual property? What is the core of this business? And if you look at all the major corporations, you find at some point they will set up a new path for themselves. I remember when I was growing up, Apple was a computer company. Then it just became a company that makes technology and then it becomes a data company. Now, did they lose their way? Of course not. They just alterated. And, and every single company, Microsoft, Microsoft used to sell things called Windows. We really struggle with those. But today, it's a service company that provides all these all these tools for everybody to use. You need to start thinking about stuff that way. And it's regardless of who you are regardless of your sexuality, regardless of, 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 of your gender, whatever it is, you need to start thinking, what am I bringing to this room? What is my idea? And, and also there's, there's something called benchmarking where you look at the best ideas in the world, which are your favorite companies. And in terms of the very finest, best practice, best, best service, best whatever it is, according to you, there are always metrics. And, and, and the, beauty, the, the beautiful thing that I've learned over the last few years is the power of measuring, the power of measuring. Everything is measurable, every little thing. The feel and touch of a phone in your hands is measured before this product is put into the market. They measure everything. So if you can measure the power, the feel, the touch of your service, of your product, how your name sounds, the name of your company, 
Yeah. And names can change because it can be a product, but the overall strategy, this is why I'm doing it. And sometimes it's, it's not, it's not emotional. It's just business sense. It's just good practice. This is what we stand for. So that when you, when you divert a bit too further, you have a, a, a landmark that, that brings you forth. And, and that's the power of, of brainstorming. And I think that I really, really like, and, and, I learned this in conferencing, uh, when, you, when you go and meet people conferencing, is volunteering. Volunteering is, is a really powerful way for leaders to develop skills such as empathy, team building, adaptability. Empathy might not seem like an important uh, skill, but it's fundamental in, in, in business leadership, especially because when you are developing a service or a product or whatever it is that you're giving, you're giving this to people and people have emotion, people have life, people, what is it you're solving for them? What is it you're solving for them? And, and that's one question that answers the empathy question. And then team, teamwork and team building is like when you, when you go and volunteer somewhere, you're giving power because, again, as a leader, you're used to controlling stuff. You're using to, to, to have the bigger vision. And sometimes you need to go back to the minute little details. When you're volunteering, you're giving up your power and saying, this is my time. This is my effort. And, and most times when you're looking at someone else, uh, maybe maybe an intern, a student, a group of people that, that need your knowledge, when you're talking at a conference, when, 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 when you're planting trees, whatever, whatever it is that you're doing, you learn by watching other people. It's, it's really exciting. So volunteering is a really powerful tool. And also by active getting involved in volunteer work, leaders can broaden their perspective and also enhance cultural competency. Now, cultural competency might sound a bit weird. Every organization has a culture, whether you've written it down or not. And sometimes culture grow. If, if you don't guide it, it will just grow by itself. And most times it will go to the negative. You'll find people are going to show up just to show up and go like, okay, we don't start anything before 10 o'clock. Or we go to the office at 6 and we, we serve tea and we sit at the boardroom and we've done stuff. So long as I've done my work, I can do the rest of the stuff. So there's, there's, no, there's no cohesiveness in, 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 the, in the organization. So inclusive, it's not only embracing people, it's not just bringing people from, from, from diverse ranges. Sometimes it's bringing people to the boardroom to make leadership decisions. A story is told of um, a chocolate maker back when I was growing up. This is the first story I had uh, of business when I started business journalism. Uh, I was a kid, probably 14, 15 years old. This this company made chocolates and packaged chocolates, one of the biggest chocolate companies in the world. But every 100 wrappers, one would be empty. So they brought engineers and scientists and they spent a lot of money to to, to have these people come to, to, the, to the factory and try to solve this issue. And then they, they, they got stuck. And the janitor was just there and he was getting upset because every time he cleans, there are all these people walking around and, and just making the place dirty. So the janitor was really upset and go like, why don't you just put a blower? You just blow anything that doesn't have chalk. A very simple solution, a very cheap solution. And again, that's why inclusivity, that's why creating an organization culture that's open, it's creating culture competency. Big words but they mean very simple stuff.
if initially there was communication, open communication, and yes, I know there are a few leaders who fear that that can go a long way in the wrong direction. But most times, I think return on investment is really huge when you start bringing people and including everybody and being open to, to, to ideas, but also making decisions fast. Because I've been in, in places where decisions are never made. People are meeting every time. There's always a meeting, but when you ask what the meeting was about, you have no idea. So even even I think meetings should be a place to brainstorm. And it depends on the company because there are legacy companies that don't need meetings at all. They're already set up. And you find the, the messaging is coming from the top, from the C-suit. Everybody else has to implement this stuff. But you see, when there's disruption, those are the companies that go out. When you start and say, okay, I know everything, when the disruption, you don't even realize because you are so stuck in, in this thing. So volunteering helps, open communication helps, and also having people of different background, having people of different ages. You know, sometimes it's just good to volunteer at a preschool and go teach the, the kids and just listen to them and listen to how they think. Because this is this is thinking that we, we I mean, as adults, we, 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 we think on that higher level. But what, what is important for kids? What is important for, for young girls? What is important for, for people who are of different sexuality, different ages, different races? What's, what's important to them? What's culturally appropriate but uh, doesn't make the cut? All these things, I think it's great to, to understand the power of brainstorming. It's great to understand the value of volunteering and also the significant importance of diversity and in leadership position. Remember, as a leader, there's a responsibility to champion diversity, create inclusive environment where everybody's voice is heard and valued. Thank you very much. Again, I'm going to be dropping some of these insights in the next episodes as we go forward. But until the next one, I really, really thank you for joining me on this show. My name is Daniel Dua. Until the next one, let's continue to drive positive change through inclusive leadership. Bye-bye. Remember to try to be happy. Now I can say bye-bye. Five next steps by award-winning Daniel Dua. Finishing school for business leaders, business heads, chairs, chief executive officers, CEOs, chief operating officers, CFOs, and high-level management. Daniel Dua, an award-winning scaling expert, a global executive business leadership trainer helping individuals and corporations achieve clarity in uncertain times. Start your five next steps right now.